today's show, as always, sponsored by LivasaIslandApparel.com. For gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LivasaIslandApparel.com. Welcome everyone to the Polynesian Podcast. I'm Lance Falatongo and we have with us today uh, the founder and uh, the business behind Levasa Island Apparel, Eri Hosea. Welcome back to the show. What is good? What is good? (laughs) Thank you for having me, sir. Yeah, good to see you and to hear your voice. You know. How uh, how go things down in Modesto, California? Man, it's a uh, super slow motion, man. Too much going on out here. Except uh, yeah, in the mo. Except uh, everybody going to work, and everybody still got time for our gang politics. You say gang politics? Yeah, bro, so funny. It's uh, you're in your uh, garage right now. Looks like you have the door open. The sun is coming through yeah, quite man, nicely. It's a beautiful day, man. It's still funny. It's sunny, but it's still still cold. It's like 40s or 50s. Bro, that that threw me off the first time. Like living in Samoa for a long time, where if the sun was out. It's warm. It's warm. <laughs> and then I was like in basic one time and the sun was out and it was like five degrees. Ooh. I was like, what is this? This doesn't make sense. The world is a lie. Yeah. This, uh, yeah. That's the, yeah. But, uh, it does look sunny there. Sun is good. Even in hot ass places. Yo, when does it start warming up in Modesto? It's starting Man, to it's that's like, why I'm enjoying the cold it, weather right now. It's uh like when it when it gets hot, it gets like annoyingly hot. Ooh, okay. Like all the insects and the buzzards start coming out. I don't even know what, what a buzzard is, Brad, but they're out. <laughs> right now they're all chilling. It's too cold to be flying around and annoying me. But I don't know, bro. I say, right, May. Ooh, May. May, yeah, probably early March, bro. When May comes around, it's gonna start getting annoyingly hot. And then, what do you do when it when that happens? You just throw all the you throw the AC on, open all the windows, or you like got fans going. Yep, AC on. Got portable AC every room. Nice. Um, yeah, it's like stupid hot. <laughs> oh man. Easier to print in those conditions, though. Oh, okay, yeah. So, what do you? Uh, are you printing? What do you print? What is? Uh, what is the business? Man, just uh, well, it's I'm trying to print. Like it's two angles right now, man. So I got online orders and then orders that I print myself that I take to the the markets, like pop ups or any uh, events going on out in the bay. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, that one's been tough just because trying to play two angles. So it's like maybe I'm not getting 100% return on investment because I'm only playing 50 on both on both angles. You know what I mean? Like, how do I go hard on one and go hard on both? Um, um, so do you do most of the printing by hand? Yeah, man. So I'll just process all transfers. Um, Order from, you know, order from companies, they, they make them, they make your plastic transfers, you get a heat press, you get all your garments, your blanks, you print on them, and you have them ready. Uh, that's, that's like a, it's an easier way to do it because you're not paying anybody else to do it. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so as far as labor goes, but that that helps save a lot of money, right? So, oh, uh, the only strategy I've had thus far, bro, and it's like I'll think of some new designs, I'll put it on social media, and then when when I see a lot of orders for a new design or whatever whatever designs I have already available, I'll buy a bunch of those plastic salt transfers, and then I'll have those readily available for whenever I market a pop up by myself or with my family. You know what I mean? It's like those are ones, oh, people are buying those online. They'll respond faster if it was actually there, mm-hmm. physical product in front of them. Then bet I invest money into that. Nice. Would you, uh, what are these uh, pop-ups like? Do you have to like go out and find them? Do you do your own or? Um, man, so out here in Modesto, it's not too, it's not too big of like a Pacific Islander demographic, man. So <clears throat> 2020, early 2021. I was uh, hitting as many pop-ups as I could out here. And uh, I mean, there were a couple of people. Um, it was basically any Islanders that I had already knew or any Islanders that were related to the ones that I already knew. Mm. Slid, they slid through. Uh, they came to came to get some gear. But it wasn't until I was blessed enough to uh, go out to some pop-ups out there in the Bay with different nonprofits, man, like Pacifica by Design, um, there's an APV on the Polynesian Voices. Uh, you know, they, they've done, they've hosted the events where I've done, where I've had my best sales at, you know what I mean? And so that's when I was like, okay, I got to hit the Bay, LA, wherever the demographic is most dense um, and just be available over there. You know what I mean? So that's when, that's what gave me the idea to actually like be on the road with it and try to try to spend every weekend during that, you know, pop-up season to, I actually be outside, you know what I mean? Granted, it's still COVID, so it's you still want to be safe in that aspect because, you know what I mean? Still got to take care of my parents, but it's, uh, it's tough. Well, I want to do the most, but. You want to get the growth, the uh, get things moving, accomplish these things and in, uh, in, in your goals and visions. What is, uh, how did the start uh, to live off Island Apparel come about? Uh. Shoot, man. I mean, I remember we was working downtown and I always kept thinking of different ideas. Um, Cause I've seen a bunch of clothing lines, man, growing up. It was a, uh, the most prominent ones I've seen was uh Tatao brand, Tsaanoa. Mm-hmm. It was the ones that was based out here, uh, Sub-Oost clothing. And also that tribal turf wear. I think they're still active. But like for the longest, I didn't see, uh, also Law of Attraction clothing. I don't know if that's based out here or in Utah. But it was either some Tonkins or some ones I was pushing. I was like, yo, bro, that's hella dope. And uh, I had different ideas for, like, different pieces of clothing. Like, ah, oh, what if we just put tribal on, like, some bomber jackets or... Oh, yeah. Um, or if you had, like, dresses made. Or, you know what I mean? Like, if you if you had, like, high-end, fine fashion dresses, like, uh, who's that lady in Samoa right now? Uh, Ebony Carruthers. I think Carruthers is a big name out there as far as the, the fashion stuff goes. With all those, uh, it, it looks like event gowns or something, you know, whatever floral patterns that they have. Yeah. So that's to see that, that kind of fashion going big out there was also a thing because I was like, oh, bet. It's a, it's a market I think hasn't been fully capitalized on yet. And not even that it would ever be capitalized. There's just, there's so much culture, so much depth in it that, 
There's, you know, I mean, there's room for everybody in the space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so you stepped so, in there and you were like, "Let me get my space real quick." Right, but I was like, "Yo, let me let me try to see if I can uh, do some dope, unique with it." And uh, it started with just like showing everybody designs I was doing at work, bro, at GLP. You know what I mean? He <laughs> was uh, secure, security guarding some weed, and I was just on the computer. <laughs> Like this weed is good, bro. <laughs> um, uh, we're good now, nah, but uh, there's a yeah. So I would I learned how to use Photoshop, Illustrator, even do video editing. Um, all that work. Nice. Uh, oh, while you were uh there, you were uh doing like learning videos for these different skills. Yeah, man. Just yeah, instead of Google, YouTube, everything that I needed to learn. Uh, but that part's frustrating though, because for every little idea that I had wanted to do. There was a lot of other technical stuff that I had to learn for that step. So that shit sucked. I mean, now I just, it still sucks, but I just learned to accept the fact that there's a lot of shit you don't know, man. So be patient with yourself and, uh, you know what I mean? Can't hate on yourself. You have to delegate some time to like realize you have to learn stuff to accomplish yeah, things. Yeah. Like it'll be like whole weekends, man. Like, especially right now, the pop-up season isn't too active. Uh, so my weekends either go to printing out orders and mailing them out. Or I spent like a whole weekend learning how to use this new vinyl cutter that I got. Or a nice. whole weekend learning what is it? How to how to shade a flower petal. Which is what I've been doing recently, bro. And this shit sucks. Because I'm trying to I'm trying to draw different flowers for a what is it? You know, just for one of the designs with the brick over it, brick overlay with different uh with different flowers native to the South Pacific. My drawing is just tracing and filling in like broad colors uh so it looks like a like a church stained glass windows you know what i mean it's like there's no depth in there there's no shading um but yeah just, i want to give it that realistic right you know what i mean like something dope something cool and then but then I, it's just me like on youtube just watching how the videos not doing anything that's the part that sucks to me is like man all this all this time i'm spending learning i have to remember that like it's gonna it's worth something in the future. It, just, it sucks that I'm not doing anything. So I'll be like, all right, I'd, I'd watch a video for like five minutes and try to do what I learned in that five minutes and do that immediately. You know what I mean? For an immediate payoff. And I was like, that's not how it works, bro. Damn. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like watch the whole hour and a half tutorial about how that works, how to, you know what I mean? Like how to understand the shaping of the, the petals, <laughs> the depth of a shadow, how you make the, the colors blend in with the others, how to create different broader ridges for the leaves and how the stalks bend this way, which which way is the light hitting the fucking flower from? And it's like, this it works. You know what I mean? I just got done watching other videos. Nice. He's just trying to jump in after five minutes. Like, okay, you've got me in the right direction. And I can figure it <laughs> yeah, out from you know here. I mean? Thank you. I was like, I just need help with that one little thing. So I right click the arrow. That's it. That's it. That's all I need. <laughs> It's like, oh, nope, there's actually a bunch of more shit that I should have just stopped and listened to, man. Nice. But it's and, uh, yeah, it's like that with everything, man. Like the camera, the photography, the video editing, all the shit down trying to get into. Are you uh you gonna be doing some photography and you gonna be posting some photography or uh video production soon? Um yeah, when I commercial? Right. So yeah, the goal would be to do photo shoots with the family. You know what I mean? Cause granted, <laughs> what is it? Last couple of weeks been hella funny, man. Some of the some of the family comes over, you know, they'll call me like, what are you doing right now? But oh, I'm in the garage chilling it's on the computer. But we're gonna come out of the right now. <laughs> nice. they just got done, they just, we all you know me, everybody's got done doing karaoke. <clears throat> you know, they come through, they get in all the bins. 
Hey. <laughs> you know, photo shoot right behind me. Hose. I was like, this is not Hose. a good backdrop, man. Like, <laughs> we we in this crowded ass garage. Oh, what's up? You're going to get one of those photo backdrops? Those Hopefully, little roll man. downs from the ceiling? Just have people come over and be able to shoot real quick? <sighs> right, bro. I mean, what is it? After listening to y'all interview with uh, the... Do you have lights up there? Behind you? Oh, uh, yeah. There's nothing attached to them, though. And I don't know... You could put some like spotlights right there. Yo, yo, that's what I was wondering. I was like, why are these uh studio lights set up here? Oh yeah, see, perfect. Yeah, get you. Know. Uh, that's, that's something I would like to buy a shop for. A shop? Yeah, man. There's one of those shows out here that has a tattoo shop. Um, shout out to uh, Prosperous Inc. There's also named Kazi, man. He uh, his shop is right down the road. But printed some shirts for him, and he's like, "Ooh, this is dope. Do you, do you have a shop?" And I was like, "Nah, man." Uh, steady out the garage right now he was like oh shit oh bro, what save some money for a shop get a shop bro so when you get a shop people will think you're fucking legit because you have a shop hey i got a shop you know i was like this <laughs> he's like, i bet bro he's like i'm booked i'm booked for fucking years now bro so i got the fucking shop down the road they're like oh shit okay he's so if you get a shop your uh production will multiply yeah man that's what he was telling me just because well, so he was working at another shop downtown modesto um i believe it's called like golden rose or something but then he realized that like it's, it's like the i guess that our firm is all about collaboration who you got in your shop that's how you create the rep so was it he he got his own spot and his story about it was was hella dope man he was like he was like oops man like just spend spend as much time as you can praying uh you know what i mean and then and, and and do something every day to, to work towards your goal, man. Like, God got you. You know what I mean? Because he, he was just saying his whole thing was like he had a he had a dream about his his, his little studio space, having his own shop. And then bet somebody uh somebody that, that he was giving uh or somebody I was getting tatted in the, the old shop where he was working at, he was like, Hey man, you know what I was just thinking? Hey, you'd be crazy if you you had your own shop, man. You're you're always talking about collaborating with other uh the artist man and uh i can imagine you having a shop you know what i mean you know uh some some piercings going on over there and then like you know when we need hear somebody outside of himself confirm what he had already been thinking for like years you feel me like when somebody else was like hey you ever thought about uh getting your own shop you know what i mean like doing your own thing because you already have enough you already have enough people around you behind you he's like oh what that double down on himself bro has a shop now did a grand opening last year. And he's always talking about like wanting to do like different concerts, different uh cultural festivals. You know what I mean? So he's he's one dude, you know what I mean, who's whose grind literally motivates mine, man, because I see what he's doing. He's out at different tattoo expos right now, uh down in Fresno. Um, but you know what I mean? He's he's getting better with every with every gig, man. Much like uh what is it Philoy? Josh, yep. Yeah, bro. They, they, bro. they finna be all over the IG, like uh, that dude Lala Ellsworth up there in uh, Utah, the the Frost City tattoo. Yeah, like them boys finna be a name. Shout out to uh, Prosperous Inc. <clears throat> and uh, Philo Inc. Ninety Four. Man, uh, so what? You you looking into getting the shop? Yeah, man. A lot. What are the, what are the uh, the costs and stuff? That would be added. Uh, it would must be like it's like paying another rent. You know what I mean? Like find a building that you can lease. What's your lease contract? And this is only what I've been learning the last three four months, bro. 
but you find an open, you find an open commercial property, um, and then you talk to yeah, you talk to whoever whoever owns the spot, what they're leasing it for. Uh, spots out here is going for like nineteen hundred and twenty-two. <clears throat> uh, for a spot like twice as big as this, like little garage type spots with roll-up doors, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll be spots where like a bunch of tradesmen so a bunch of tradesmen yeah. will have their like you know electricians or plumbers will have these shops and the you know the small time shops operated out of there um but yeah you know what i mean as far as those are some things i want to work towards this year i don't know if i don't know if i'll be able to get it done but i'm gonna do everything i can in my power to move towards it because it's like that trademarking the brand getting a shop um then learning enough of the skills to where i can try to hire it out build a team what are uh what are some skills that you've learned like uh heat press uh clothing design uh artwork what are what are the like i feel like you could list a lot that you've uh, learned for this uh, uh for shoot, man, I, was, I like i actually learned how to screen print with the most janky materials <laughs> you're gonna be like actual screen printing with the mesh with the ink with the heat application the screens i know how to make my own screens uh, all that stuff in that corner. The press equipment, the the heating equipment, the shirt shirt making stuff. Yeah, bro. So I had to learn. I had to learn all of that so that when I do go talk to other printers, um, it, yeah, because there was a lot of the screen printers. You know, a lot of the money is made through the labor. You know what I mean? Most like mechanics or any like physical form of work. The actual materials needed to do the work uh, doesn't really cost that much, you know. As far as the screens, the ink, mm-hmm. the what is it? Your the flash heat, flash heater. Um, I mean, those are like minimal expenses, as opposed to the labor and the time. So, like, say you went to go order like fifty shirts for somebody, that might come around to like six to eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Like That's a family 50. reunion or something. Or yeah, you know what I mean? Thing. And I'll be like 50 shirts. Granted, I learned different ways to get that same amount made for a lot less. You know what I mean? So you can right. do it for a lot less? Or do you, yeah. Well, where do people like order this can do these big pickups? They got to do it like directly with you. They can't do like 50 shirts off of the like the online thing or. Uh. Yeah, because right now, you know, I mean, my brand, like, nobody's trying to get like a hundred shirts of one design, or um, I mostly just try to have hell of one design, different colors to have that availability when I do hit the pop ups. But it's like, whatever I have online, I would like to be to be big enough of a print shop to be like, hey, you can get that offline, you can get that online, or you can get it from what I have, you know, me on hand, but right there, right? So the there's so much more that i could have available online like joggers um cups laptop bags hey, uh, school bags you know what i mean like all those um all the stuff through the print on demand model you know what i mean mm-hmm. is uh that's that's what i see to use as like a, a gauge to see to see how people react to it you know what i mean so i make something available like a like those little drawstring bags. Yeah. Uh, when I posted that little thing with Timo on the IG, everybody was like, yo, what? I need a bag. And I was like, 
I had that made in like Europe. That shit costed me hella. You know what I mean? Like, now, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was a little sample thing, bro. And now it's like, how do I find a way to get those printed like locally? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's stuff like that, bro. It's, it's like, damn, I don't. That was like that was a sample. That was a test. I now I need to figure out how to do it because now everybody, uh, everybody was just hitting me saying they wanted bags, and I was like, all right, shit. Just like, bags. Yeah, it's like ah, that's another thing I have to learn how to make now. So what do you uh what can you all make there? Uh like oh man different just, shirts. Yeah, just like uh, it's mostly just sweaters, shirts. I can print on sweats right now. Um but yeah, as far as printing and shirts, I can do any uh any kind of hoodies or shirts, whether it be like some polo stuff for like uh different businesses. I printed a couple for some nonprofits out there in the base, so that was cool. Nice. Which uh, which nonprofits are are you working with? Um, or last different. One was, uh, the last order I did was for Essence of Mana, for this thing. Uh, I think it was in November. A little turkey trot they did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Essence of Mana, but it was Small Solutions that uh, shout out to Epi Almavai. Actually related to Sammy Almavai. Oh, big Sammy. Yeah, bro. Sammy's birthday is uh, soon. His fiftieth. Let's go. More life. Uh, right, to but yeah, was, uh, that event was cool. Hello, funny man. We were supposed to be there at 7 a.m. We didn't leave Modesto until 7 a.m. Um, <laughs> we got there right on time before the turkey trot started and handed all of the shirts. <laughs> got it done. Yeah, but I got, got that done. That was the first big order. But uh, so for the, the cups and the backpacks and those other things, those are just available online right now? Yeah, those are available online just because uh, I haven't figured out any. And that's the tough part, man, like wholesaling. Like right now, yeah. I've only, I only know a couple, only like three shops I go to where I go to personally. And I talk to the people who actually get the wholesale blank shirts, clo- uh, hoodies, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Um, and those are the only uh, connects I have. It's not even connects. You know what I mean? They're just, they, they're available and they, whenever they're at the shop, I try to be there. Um yeah, but then you know what I mean it's like for every for every item I gotta see where I can wholesale it from. Uh right. Like That's what I was gonna ask. Where do you where do you get these materials? How do you um, you have to go look for the the best deal or you have to find like a good wholesaler, a reliable one? Yeah, man, like uh you know, because there's the bigger brands you can get off like SNS activewear. Um there's that spot in San Leandro, all style apparel. Um, no, I was thinking also a pair is a brand, but what was the there's a pro club has its own wholesaling thing, but that's that's through LA. Um, what brand with a Shockaware? Shockaware is another big yeah. wholesaler, but you know, what I mean, like they they have like their some of their things are like 3x, 4x, 5x size, which is like the most common size. The most common size is like 2X, 3X that people are buying. So to have those sizes, some garments like a like a coach jacket or like those uh, starter material jackets or like a regular shirt, that'll be like 1250 And so for me to get like 100 you know what I mean? That's going to be like 1200 yeah. just to get under the shirts. Yeah. And it, it's going to be that brand, that material. So I might just have to up the price point on it when I print on it. But you know what I mean? It's like, shoot. I got to worry about getting off what I have right now. You know what I mean? 
uh, how do you decide which one of the different kind of the materials to pick? Do you like, do they feel different? They're sized up different or are they usually the same? Um, mostly, so it's mostly sizing and, uh, yeah, mostly sizing in the field, right? Cause that's why I like going to the wholesalers that I go to, or sometimes I, I really do just have to like order samples from the different online sites. Um, and then I have to wait weeks. I have to wait weeks to make that decision. You know what I mean? Like I ordered different different samples uh, for this this brand hoodie, this other one. Sometimes I'll get hoodies, um, and the 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 pocket, the front pocket is not aligned with the neck. Oh what? You no. Know, so when I do try to print, like yeah, like it'll be slightly off on the bottom. You know what I mean? So when I line up my print, um, I have it aligned to like the neck part because you know what I mean. That's where the symmetry goes when you're looking at somebody wearing something, right? So it's lined up there, but then you look down, like the pocket is like a little bit to the left or right. And it's like, oh, I can't sell this. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, damn it. I'll give it to one of, I'll give it to one of my cousins or, you know what I mean? I'll be like, hey, bro, right here. Hey, rock this. I need to take some pictures. Come take some yeah, pictures yeah. on my drop down. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, bro. And it's, uh, that's that. That's the only tough part, bro, because all of that and then having to uh, do stuff with, you know what I mean, do stuff with the family. Uh, take care of my parents so takes up quite a bit of your time yeah producing and uh building a a company and a vision and a brand uh what are um what are some things you've learned uh about building the Livasa brand and like uh how can people i guess um get their their ideas and their creativity out there what have you found successful uh man just uh youtubing and reaching out reaching out as much as you can because that was my problem right because i don't like asking other people for help you know what i mean and like i'd rather just sit through a bunch of youtube videos hello you know what i mean that that the arduous part of learning something where you realize you don't know that much and you have to learn every little thing to understand the why behind the, the why behind the art. You know what I mean? Granted. Yeah. This is not really any shortcuts, but when you do reach out as much as you can, it's a, uh, you know, there's other people that blow on bro. Like, so, so do this when you do that, you know what I mean? And I wouldn't say that's a shortcut, but that's a better way to learn. You know oh, I mean? Half blood Prince much. What's up? The, uh, in Harry Potter six, <clears throat> He gets this potions book and potions is a class that he sucked at his whole life, but he has to use this old tattered up book from the shelf and it's got like instructions crossed out and written in it. It's got a little, it's got notes all in it. Um, and he follows the notes instead uh, and he becomes really good at potions, but it's like uh, having those people that can tell you, no, you need to crush it with your blade, not cut it. And that'll release the the stuff better. Like having people that have been through it and, and know uh, oh, yep. tips and stuff. That's the one where you almost killed Malfoy, right? Oh man. Uh wait. Yeah. In the in the in the bathroom for the <laughs> Oh yeah. Sempra. Yeah. Sempra? Yo, yeah. He cut it the shit out of him. 
Yo. Like, bro, bro, my fault. I'm tired of this, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's like, suck that sun, bro. <laughs> and his face started getting sliced up, and he started bleeding out. Um, yeah, and if Snape hadn't been around to put him back together, that would have been really, really bad. Yeah, that's when Snape started realizing that, like, hey, bro, somebody, somebody found my damn book. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. He was like, go hey, get me your potions book immediately. <laughs> And then he came back with a different one because he tossed the old written up one in the room of requirement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So you got uh, different people in the uh, the clothing industry or like in that space. Uh, what what are some things that they uh, were able to tell you? Uh, they're the ones that uh, let me know about the print on demand model, how to make the online store, use the different apps. Um, biggest one was like my cousin's, uh, my cousin's husband. Earl, he uh, he's really good with the the website stuff. Uh, he has his own brand. Um, they got their own brand, Island Fashion Clothing. He's the one who helped me redesign the website back in uh, 2020, and then you know what I mean, gave me all the game from there, and I was able to move forward with it. But um, he was the one saying, "But yeah, man, we make the website look appealing. Uh, every click um, should be a click towards a sale. You know what I mean? As far as the marketing goes." Uh, He's like, how many how many clicks from your front page to a cart is there? And I was like, shoot, I don't know. Like, they you go to the front page, you look for the collection, you find your clothing. He was like, how much stuff do you have in the collection? I was like, brother, hell of shit. I just threw everything on there. He's like, all right, uh, make certain things available. You know what I mean? So that three, four clicks, I'm already at a uh, a shopping cart checkout. So I make it that easy for them. Um, and like, remember that every step of the way, every click that they have should be making them want to buy something uh make make like make it concrete the fact that they want to buy something and then on the way towards the cart make them want to buy something else you know what i mean and i was like oh shit this is game bro and he was like yeah man it's all stuff you just you know me learn from um just watching all you know all the youtube videos that he watched was able to condense it enough for me to to understand it by that point uh but so that was cool so like now it's like a that's something I'm currently doing with like, instead of like collections, how do I make, how do I do drops? You know what I mean? Or how do I, when people hit the the landing page, which is just the front, the front page, the, the you know, the homepage of the website, what do I draw their attention towards? What colors are working? Do I got to switch that up every season? Um, do I got to put different, like, do I got to put warm weather gear up in the winter and put, shirts uh put like beach type clothing there in the summertime when it does get hot wherever anybody's at um school time do i put backpacks do i put the cups do i put other laptop bags out stuff like that it's like paying attention to what you have available when you know that's the thing you know what i mean and then when people click on those items from the website how many clicks does it take for them to get to the to the product that they want make that easy you know what i mean so if they do want the laptop bag, make that collection available, make the bag, make the bag easy to find whenever they're scrolling through that collection. And whenever they scroll that, make it easy for them to get to the checkout, make the payment a lot easier for them. So they don't feel like, oh, I have to get my credit card out, put all those numbers in, you know what I mean? Do something where they can either do Shopify pay, Apple pay, you know what I mean? All that stuff, right? And it's like, how do I make it available in different countries? Do print on demand providers, provide that kind of shipping, international shipping, which has been tough because of COVID and international lines and shit. So 
all that, bro. And that's just the the website, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> It's just like, one face of it. Yeah, bro. And that's something I wish I could be like, oh. Like, that's something I wish I had enough money to pay somebody for. You know what I mean? But that's that's something I have to learn from the ground up all the way through on my own. And then I could just hopefully, yeah. Sorry. Hopefully when I work this uh this vending machine job long enough, I'll stack enough cash for it. But so stack up the cash and then you're able to put that into the business and then the business stuff you're able to put back into the business. Right, man. So that's, that is the only, that is the game that I'm playing right now is that me and me and my um, brothers were trying to work towards, work towards a goal financially, you know what I mean? And uh, so it's, we're all splitting expenses, paying for what we can, uh, when we can, you know I mean? Paying off personal debt, credit, stuff like that paying off these car loans I have on my name, student loans. Um, that's something I've been trying to do, right? Because, you know I mean? The, the interest is uh, at zero until like May, probably even further. So it's like now I'm trying to see if I can just pay off that principal amount. Nice. You know, and put whatever extra money, because like my, my accounts are all at zero or overdrawn. It's like I use all of my money that I'm getting. You know what yeah. I mean? Either to print something. <laughs> I put and- it all. Yeah, it was like a, every every check is already spent. I know where the money's going. As far as like personal expenses for the house, uh, you know, what I mean, how do I build my credit enough to to see if the combined income of me, my brother, and my parents can can get a loan for a house? You know what I mean? Um, and that's you know, I don't know how to talk to a, a lender or a broker. You know what I mean? But that's something I, I have to do, want to do. Do you probably watch a YouTube video to get started? Get pointed yeah. in the right direction, at least. Right, Brandon. So, you know, talking to some of my cousins that have recently just got houses. Um, nice. You know, talk, uh, talking to talk to the lender, check your credit. Um, but, you know, when we do move into a house, that's when I, I for real, got to worry about the, nah, not worry about it, but that's when I, for real, got to, I got to walk, walk the walk. You know what I mean? There's a lot of shit that I've been learning, but it's learning all, learning all of that knowledge doesn't mean anything from that if I don't apply it. And so like yeah once you move just, into a house you're gonna need to apply those things <clears throat> yeah you know what i mean because right they're now, gonna need to be generating enough income to cover all the costs including the the new mortgage yeah bro and and whatever would come with that you know what i mean but yeah it's tough man because it's like um i'm always saying that i'm torn between like a sense of patience and a sense of urgency where like my parents are elderly i do my dad's dialysis treatment every day me and my brother you know what I mean? Like it's a he does a bag like midday four four p.m. It's not get off work, and then we gotta attach him to a machine every night. You know what I mean? And it's like my dad's getting older, and you know to see him sometimes be like done with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where he's just tired of being as sick as he is. That shit is a fucking motivator. It's like I'm always trying to. I always gotta talk to my dad about uh, what is it? like his life growing up in Samoa, you know what I mean? When uh, living with my grandparents, uh, what was that like? You know what I mean? How do I learn more of the culture, uh, the language from them? It's, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm always trying, I, I was like, the more I guess develop my belief in God, uh, the more I try to learn where my parents are at with it. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, dad, you know what I mean? Like you are still alive. Don't ever feel like God is done with you. You know what I mean? Like that's, mm-hmm. that's not belief in God. If you think that, all you got left to do is wait to die. You know what I mean? And that's a that's an actual conversation, bro. Me and my parents be having because 
they're getting older. You know what I mean? They ain't got no grandkids yet, bro. <laughs> me and Va, me and Va ain't doing a good job of that. You know what I mean? But uh, it's it's you know that's something that's always it's always on my mind. It's like, am I doing enough for myself, for my family? You know what I mean? Like, granted, I do gotta take care of myself first in order to bring the best version of myself to a situation and any situation. But mm-hmm. it's uh just being reminded of that every day, bro. It's, I got to I got to do it. Or I have no I have no reason or excuse not to. There's, there's, yeah. You gotta. You gotta do it. There's a. There's not really. This is the. This is the fallback plan. You building this up and, and being able to take care of your parents like that. There's no other. Is what you're saying. You gotta do it. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because yeah. Time, bro. It's, it's only we're not we don't get any more of it. So it's like a, so I can't really, so I'm never knocking myself anymore when I don't know something, you know what I mean? Like if I don't know something, I'm reaching out to somebody who does. If I get a no from them, bet that's a no, that's not the no, you know what I mean? Like, and you know, it's like a, it keeps my, it keeps my head up and it keeps my head down when I'm trying to, when I start feeling myself too much, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, bro. It's like, yeah, you ain't shit yet, bro. You know what I mean? You will be, uh, traveling um and taking the brand on the road uh away from uh california what are uh what are some uh trips you have planned uh coming up soon uh the only one concrete right now would be san antonio texas the alamo aloha festival it's april 2nd and 3rd um and also the jalu palooza in long beach california Oh yes! Uh, shout out to Jasmine. Love you, Jasmine. Uh, she's she decided to make her own music festival, and uh, yeah, bro, that shit look like it's gonna be popping, bro. It's dope. When is that in Long Beach? Uh, yeah, that's Long Beach, April sixteenth. Jollapalooza. Gonna be the same month I hit San Antonio. Later that month, uh, we're gonna be in Long Beach with it. And then uh, you also trying to come. Uh, Back up to the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I man, I signed up for that four days of Aloha. They haven't hit me back yet. I'm trying every way to contact them. <laughs> if uh, you know anybody up there, bro, tell them hit me. <laughs> the four days of Aloha at uh in Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah, I think I believe it's called Esther Shore Park. And then you've asked them if you could come and be a member <laughs> there. Yeah, I filled the app out, did everything, man. But I don't know. They're probably still reviewing all the applications. It's one of the bigger. One of the biggest actual Hawaii festivals in the Northwest, so you know, what I mean, I'm not really, not really tripping, but you know, what I mean, I'm a <laughs> my on that. Hey, bro, I'm into it. Hello, in my line, bro. I hit y'all. I left the email, voicemail, and I and I slid <laughs> in that DM, and I slid in that that DM, bro. IG. Oh, I'm sure they will. I mean, I I do, I do hope they will uh, get back to you. Very I'm soon. open for that, man, because I've always. I've always went to that event like as a yeah went like to enjoy it. or I worked there a couple of times when I worked with iHeart up there so that was always fun but uh yeah it'd be dope to be a vendor vendor up there bro see everybody up there what do you uh what do you do on these uh um pop-ups or um vendor festivals do you just load up uh load up the car or something uh yeah sometimes run out of u-haul there's like a couple tents uh, totes of all the merch 
um, some banners and stuff. Uh, and granted, I'm thankful enough that like people have, have they, you know, they've been rocking with the designs and the shirts that I have this far because there were some, there were some more experienced like clothing people there that had like, that were selling like gowns and dresses and stuff. They were the ones that hit me, pulled me to the side. And, you know, one of these ladies was like, Hey, like, I like your clothing. It's really cool. Really nice, man. Nice. It's like, I think you should work on your display. And I was like, what? It's like, you just have everything on tables folded up. You're letting everybody, you know what I mean? Like shuffle through them. Uh, she was like, you know, it'd be better if you had like a, hanging up. Some, yeah. She was like hanging up, have some like racks displays that they could walk through. Uh, but other than that, man, like you're doing great. Like I love, like your energy brings people to your tent. And I was like, dude, dope. Thank you. And she was nice. like, yeah, no, I saw you from across the way, man. Everybody that came to your tent walked away with something. You know what I mean? So that, you know, I seen that I peeped game, bro. And I was like, hi, bro. You know what I mean? It's that's it. That, that had me feeling myself. That's why I like going to the, going to the events, man. It's, it's uh, more like a lesson for me to see how other people is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, um, Cause there's different kinds of vendors, right? There's people that be selling like um, handbags or, or different, like other cultural stuff, like African culture or Mexican culture stuff. When I go to vendors, there's a bunch of like food vendors there, different, different types of food, uh, boba teas, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? She was like, another person was trying to tell me to get some mannequins. And I was like, I don't Ooh. think there's any uh, Samoan size uh, mannequins out here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that was a big ass mannequin. <laughs> you're uh, you're you're gonna have to use mediums on the mannequins. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, was, I was like, huh? Yeah, if they make any Samoan size mannequins, I'll, I'll think about that. She's like, boy, shut up. <laughs> you could like probably hand make one. You could figure out how to make a big ass. Just get a life lock. cast double of myself. <laughs> Just make a cat, just put it up, and then uh, slide, um, slide some dope shirts over them. What is the, what is the vision uh, for for the brand and the page and the uh, production? Like, what do you see going forward? Like, I know you you want to be able to support uh, yourself and the family. What does that look like three three years from now? Um, so yeah, so the vision is grand, man, for the brand. Cause, uh, what I, it's funny, man. Cause I don't want to say I created it, but I found that there's like a, a sense, there's a sense of like collaboration and, and like unity with the brand that I'm finding this far. Right. So like. I don't want to just be a Samoan brand. You know what I mean? Like I do, I, I want Levasa in the, like eventually to be like an art house breath for the, for South Pacific creators. You know what I mean? Like how, how could I, and like, not just with like fashion, but you know what I mean? Like I want to be able to do like film festivals, fashion shows. I want to have a shop to where I can teach some of my family the skill. Um, if you know what I mean, and just be like that, um, that relative that has a business and that you can go work in the summer or you want to work during college, uh, you know what I mean? And like, I'll have steady enough work right now. I got to do all the, I got to do all the grinding right now to set up for that. You know what I mean? But as far as like the vision goes, bro, it's yeah, bro. I, I don't, not necessarily a household name, bro, but I want the flex. I want 
the legacy to be what I what I can do for people. Not like in a bad way, like a ben, ben, benefit, you know what I mean? But, uh, or I guess, yeah, it would benefit them. But uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, <laughs> I want to do the most. You're trying to en- enrich people or like yeah, that, improve bro. themselves or. Yeah, I want to be able to do the most for people. Because uh, especially for the niche of, you know what I mean, South Pacific Island creators that, you know what I mean? Especially with that, uh, the passing of Virgil Abloh. You know what I mean? And then it wasn't until, like, I, I always heard of him because I heard, you know, different people downtown Portland talk about him, like uh, Winston and Mikey, you know, we're talking about, like, fashion game and how forward-thinking the Virgil dude was because um, the way he designed different shoes or uh, his approach to the fashion shows, how he did it, who he hired for those shows, how the, the you know, the different runways were set up, where they had the shows at as far as, like, the warehouses, how they brought attention to a certain district in France or UK or how he brought, yeah. you know what I mean? Shit like that, bro. That's all I heard hearsay working as a security guard in Portland, bro. You know what I mean? So I, I, I see stuff like that. And then I was like, man, that'd be cool if like, uh, you know, you see these, all these artists performing at these fashion shows out in the, what is it, out in the UK? You know what I mean? It'd be dope if there was a fashion show and it'd be dope it'd be dope if i could create a fashion show where i had a bunch of islander artists you know me doing some stuff what's up like i got to take my cousin right clickers gotcha all right um you're a, a writer or a a creative right how would you uh slam poetry how'd you get yeah. into slam poetry uh man that was my cousin uh Vio. She did it in high school. She's actually still my favorite poet. Uh, but um, yeah, man, seeing her push that push that envelope when she was in high school, and how dope the writing was. Like, even like even now, bro, she'll be like, "Nah, I'm not a poet anymore, dude. I don't look at the world that way." I'm like, "Nah, bro, you still." <laughs> it's like you still a poet, family. Stop it. You still a poet to me, <clears throat> right? But um, yeah, starting high school, seeing her, you know, she did like the brave new voices thing. She put me on to the whole, the deaf poetry. Uh, and ever since then, Brad's just been running with it. How often do you write? How often are you moved to put something down, to put pieces down? Um, it's very sparingly now, but, uh, well, it was sparingly the last for since high school. It was only when I, yeah, it was only when my ass was drunk and wanted to write something down or I was in the throes of whatever the Ooh. fucking, whatever emotion I was going through at the time, bro. But now it's like uh, trying to use it intentionally. Is that like, because there's some things that uh, I'll write, you know what I mean? Just try to keep a journal diary, right? Because that's a, write those journal entries every day or as, as often as you can. That helps flex the muscle. That helps you think things out, right? Write it down. Um and yeah, I try to write a lot now. Whether whether it be the blog post on the website, or whether it just be through the item descriptions for every uh, for every product on the on the website, um, or just listening to a bunch of audiobooks, man. Like that sci-fi, fantasy fiction, watching hella anime growing up. You know, what I mean, just like every source of creativity, bro, motivates me to to write a story worth telling or and a story worth listening to. What uh, 
<clears throat> so that was what the the insecurity guard blog was. It was like just whenever you were feeling it or hella drunk and feeling super creative, and you're like super <laughs> saying creativity mode at a certain hour. You wanted to Man, draw, <clears throat> or was yeah, that so like I, stuff so from, from Portland? Man, I, I I got a poem called the insecurity guard, and then I decided to like we all have different stories from the job. You know what I mean? Just different shit we've seen, what we notice about people. Um, yeah, starting that blog was cool because that that made me feel like a that was like an underground thing I was trying to start. Like, hey, hey you know, I'm an underground underground cafe. You gotta know the secret password or some shit. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, most of that was just me talking to everybody that we worked with, bro, and collecting all them stories. Well, I, I wanted I wanted it to be like a what is it called when uh what's it called when it's a collection of stories. Uh, compilation. Nah, well, it's it's not necessarily a compilation. It's a a collection of stories. Uh, oh, and it's just one word that sums that up. Yeah, collection sounds good. What do you call a collection of stories? An anthology? <laughs> that an anthology bro of the industry of just you know the work done because i didn't want it to just be my stories that's why i wanted to be anonymous right um what was your uh bouncer name well my bouncer name was reggie 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 polo (laughs) yeah how did you uh (laughs) did you come up with that that sounds like a that sounds like a Samoan James Bond right there, you know? Polo. <laughs> Reggie Polo. Polo. Hey. No, nah, but uh, yeah, Tell man, me. just writing that blog was is cool, man. That's something I still, what is it? I still talk with Timo about it, man, different stories. You know what I mean? Try to show the boys it. But I was, I was always trying to put some effort into something creative, bro, because the job was like mundane enough for the mind. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Dealing with drunk people and just and checking IDs and yeah, well, man, I mean you know, keeping people safe. <laughs> Security guarding, nah, but <laughs> it's uh I don't know, bro. For anybody who ever worked the door with me, bro, it was funny because I tried to not make it work as much as I could. Granted, try to do my job to the best of my ability, as far as you know what I mean. But I don't know. We used to talk about random stuff at the door. So my my favorite part of the night was shooting shooting the shit at the door. Waiting for people to come through. Yeah, bro. Waiting for something to pop off. Right. And then when it did go down, it went down. And then you go back to, so so what do you mean about the... <laughs> so carrots are from <laughs> Right, so how carrots are figure? fruit. So hard carrots not a fruit, but tomatoes are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like we didn't get to work, like, together at all. Yeah, bro. You, yeah, you went to the. Oh yeah, because like you were that time. Splash. Yeah. You're like. <clears throat> I was like, I should have just gone to Splash, and just. Like, we was chilling with Splash, bro. Yeah. Timo knows. I wanted to just chill. Big she chilling, bro. Active, always active. What's your favorite story from uh, security guarding the doors of downtown Portland? Favorite bad story or favorite good story? Okay, both. You got time? I got time. Yeah. Man, I think uh, my favorite good story would be probably, ah, it's a good and bad. 
I think it was when uh, I was, <laughs> uh, shout out to Isaiah. <laughs> but I think we was working, we was, we was working, Isaiah came late, he had to do a wedding um, that he was uh, emceeing for. And uh, he came later and um, what is it? He, he was he was still on from the wedding and so he tried to get into work mode uh, uh, but I think you know I mean he, he was um, you know he wasn't drinking at work but you know he was just he was just still on drilling he was on a rush and then like it went down we uh, there was a fight middle dance floor Barry went in there I went in there separated the parties um, you know they took one party out the back I took one party out the side uh, and then we got them outside. And then they seen each other down the way when one turned the corner and then they started like fighting in Mineral Street. Granted, I'm glad um, it was, uh, the night was out. So we was already getting people out the building. But like whenever big stuff happens like that between groups, I just try to make sure nobody that's not involved with the fight doesn't get hurt. Like innocent bystanders. Like let the dumbasses beat themselves up. You know what I mean? Like that's that's my own thing. Like if they want to if they want to get their ass beat, bro, let them get their ass beat. Make sure nobody, you know what I mean? <laughs> Keep everybody yeah. else safe. So. But, These um, guys are already about to fight. Just make yeah. sure no one else gets hurt. Right. And uh, <laughs> uh fight happened. We'll fight where... it out, bro. <laughs> Let them handle that. Just we'll handle it. Just hands. Um, I'm I'm what is it? I break it up, uh, middle of the street. They're like, hey, walk that way. And then like out of nowhere, <laughs> Isaiah, Isaiah comes rushing towards me like a bowling ball, like hits me, but then hits the other person, and then they both land on the ground. And like Isaiah is like lying down on his side and yelling at the other guy, like, hey, are you good? <laughs> the guy, the guy on the like ground. Yeah, the guy. Oh. I'm hearing static, but is that me? Oh, I'm not hearing it. Oh, okay. He said, hey, are you he's lying down face to face with him horizontally on the street. Yeah, he's like, hey, are you good? And then and the guy's like, Yeah, dude, my bad, I'm good. And Isaiah's just still on the ground. Then go home. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was at that point I was like, "Oh, he probably must still be on from the wedding, bro." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, hey, Isaiah, like, like, go inside, bro. Start cleaning." And then Timo came up, bro. <laughs> Isaiah was just keeping his head down, sweeping inside him. <laughs> the fuck, guys? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Timo hated coming up to splash when it went down, bro, because it's an uphill walk. <laughs> you always try to get the uh what is it what is it, the pedicabs? Yeah, oh not the pedicabs. They they hated taking us. <laughs> oh, How man. many people? Uh two. Oh uh, Samoans? Taking Timo M Sam uphill. Oh bro, what? <laughs> God damn. Is that yeah. six hundred pounds? Just right. trying to that's a yeah, okay. Yeah, bro. And yeah, so whenever we went up there and splashed, like, we had to make a point to either anticipate it because we didn't have the cops presently there, you know what I mean? Like, nobody was dissuaded, you know, to start shit. Everybody was like, oh, there's nobody here. Because we either had to handle it right there or we had to anticipate it, call team up beforehand before we think something was crazy. But, man, it was a couple of years, bro. There was one summer team was just like, yo, why is something going down like, at Splash? Every year? I, was like, I think it was the year before you started or the year, the first year you were down there. Oh, bro, it was active. Um, I started right before. Um, Shake opened, right? Yeah, but who was at the door with you that left? Benson. 
Like when oh yeah when Benson left, that's when I remember him only being there for a little bit and then leaving. And then, and then Barry was the head. Yeah, Barry and then Maurice. Oh man, man, I miss all those guys. Different world. <clears throat> right, right. Clubs are uh, clubs are open in Modesto. Yeah, there's not really any cool clubs. There's only one big club. I'd say Palladium. What was that? Static on my side. Oh, gotcha. Um, no, no, I can't. Whatever. Oh no, I was just I I thought the uh, you pulled something out and then I couldn't hear you for a sec. Um, what is uh what are what are some creative projects that you're working on right now? You got like a a, a book or a story? Not just yeah, man. Uh, uh, Polynesian South Pacific Harry Potter, bro. That's a that's an idea. I think it'll be dope. But even that, um, I'm steady like listening to a bunch of audiobooks, reading a bunch of books, uh, listening like watching a bunch of uh, YouTube lectures about you know how to write a magic system, how to create a you know like world building, all that stuff, man. World building. What yeah, world is it, what what world is this that you're building? This magical Polynesian world. Man, like exactly because you know how there's there's genres for like uh how people be like Arthurian legend, right? King Arthur? Yeah. So there's whole there's a hell of stories, fictional and non-fictional, about the Arthurian times. You know what I mean? Like it's it, you would say it's a fantasy fiction genre but there's historical like there's there's like written history about it or right. like factual history there was a king arthur did he pull a sword out of the stone right you know what i mean so there's many there's many fictional stories fantasy stories based upon that the uh the latest one that i've listened to that is hella dope using the arthurian legends uh, i think it's called bloodborne not bloodborne uh it's in my library but the way I like how they utilize the the legends is that like uh, all the the knights of the round table have uh, bloodlines. The knights of the round table have bloodlines, and then those extend down to like current time warriors or something. Current time. Uh, <clears throat> blood marked. Blood marked. What do you where do you listen to your audio audiobooks? Uh on Audible. Uh, Audible is a subscription now. Yeah. Oh, the first book is called Legend Born. Legend Born. But that story is dope loose because like it talks about the current day relatives of the Knights of the Round Table. Okay. And how like how um what is it? I guess Merlin had casted a spell, right? For all the knights of the round table especially descendants of himself that whoever the current is called scion scion is the the recipient of that bloodline to receive the power of that knight of the round table what are the what are the powers i mostly all like battle related so like some are fast strong good with the weapons they can uh 
conjure up different magical weapons. Some are better, like archery, magic, shit like that, right? But it's uh, the sacrifices that whoever that scion is, they die young. You know what I mean? Like their their life energy force is used up in being a current avatar of whatever night it is. And it's like uh, the what what I liked about it, bro, is that, like um, the more it got closer to King Arthur. So like it starts off with like the twelfth and eleventh nights, right? So those nights are like always. There's always somebody who's uh, who's current because there has to be somebody watching. You know what I mean? There has to be a current avatar active to watch whatever threats are coming in. There's a current Merlin. Uh, I'll send you. I'll send you the the audible link. But uh, but the closer it gets to like King Arthur's inner circle, so like if Lancelot got uh gets reawakened from his bloodlines avatar or whatever or his scion, this shit's about to go down. You know what I mean? Because like that's how that's current the, the like, level of yeah. So like. Uh, that's what I liked about the story. I was like, oh shit, like the more it got closer to King Arthur, the more the the more it was needed. You know what I mean? They're like, oh shit, if we need to wake King Arthur up, then that means there's so much evil in this in this plane, in this world, that we have to wake the whole round table up and the king. You know what I mean? Gotcha. <clears throat> it wasn't just like, okay, so how 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 many books through are you? Um man, that was just the first book. Um when one of the scions dies, how does it transfer and how do they pick the next scion? Um, that's the oh, the, there's initiation ceremonies. So it's the current descendant of Merlin is the one for that generation who assigns the scions for the houses. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, like, there's and Merlin's, a, Merlin's bloodline is going too. Yeah, and so like in like they're called that. They're called the Merlin, right? So, yeah, bro, hold up, yeah, let's. I'll, I'll send it. How to do you? Uh, that yeah. whole, bro, that the way that whole. I like that because the way the whole magic system worked out made sense. You know what I mean? Like, it was just hella cool. How like what, had, what magic doesn't make sense? Right. <laughs> uh, how does that work? It's magic. Magic. Oh right. How do you? Uh, how do you Lord transfer? of the Rings was the most fucking weird, weird magic one to understand, man? Because it was like not only magic but like mythical characters and creatures. Yeah. <clears throat> no yeah so I think Lord of the Rings was like works. a is so it's called like a soft magic system and a hard magic system. Hard magic system. There's concrete rules like uh, Harry Potter. You need a wand to do magic. Only a certain wand um, can work with this person stuff like that you know what i mean the potions have to be made in a certain way those that's a hard magic system right so that's how you create the world around it as well so like um how do people work with those rules that hard magic system um and they say like your magic system is like it's as interesting as the way you use it to solve problems right so like in the magicians that was the biggest thing they kept reiterating throughout the series that magic can't solve everything right uh and they're saying you have to learn um when it's safe to use how to you know what i mean and magician is also a good like source of that magic system as well that shit was dramatic from the first episode bro where i got his eyes torn out that was crazy yo from the get oh man uh how many is, is that show over yeah it's dead how many seasons did it go i think it was only four 
Were you satisfied with this conclusion? Um. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was. I thought it was weird how they brought the beast back. The beast, that moth-faced fuck. <laughs> yeah. How the Chatwin brothers were still part of the whole game. That was. I was like, what? It's like a whole different system. How do you how do you transfer that over to like a Polynesian origin mythical magic story? Man, well, you got to do a bunch of history into like actual Samoan. Yeah, bro, because you got to see, you got to see, yeah, because you got to like the toughest part is like the the conflict. What would be what would what is learning the magic good for? What problems does the magic solve? You know what I mean? Um, and like. Is magic a weapon or is magic like a, a right? Gift? Like what? What about the? You know what I mean? Because the only spiritual thing out there within you know legends is mana, right? It's, there's people we have fulfills that what? actually uh, the fulfills that do like spiritual healing, equivalent to what people consider like a a shaman healer. Oh yeah, okay, but the the mana. Yeah, so like Mana talks about, about that. What is what is <laughs> right. what is that? Uh, the rock? The rock always brings it up, man. But uh, Mana. So like, in in legend, bro, like Mana is just it, Mana is like somebody's presence, the way they carry themselves, stuff like that. But then, you know, the it's just considered the spirit of the land. That like, it's um, uh, there's people that say, oh, this land has Manas where the ancestors lived, died, um. Similar to the way Native Americans will mark or talk about landmarks or places in Native American culture. They talk about land by what happened there or who lived here, who died here. You know what I mean? It's not just, hey, two lefts and a right. They talk about, oh, the hill where the battle of this happened and shit like that. And so it's like that kind of deep cultural storytelling has been the main like focus of study, at least for me, trying to write it this forward. Like, what kind of world do we want to build? Do we want to do we want to create it as some like olden time era, like where wherever Lord, like where was Lord of the Rings at? You know what I mean? It, it wasn't in London or UK. It was fictional places that had its own lore. You know right. what I mean? Like the Shire. Uh, where, where where was Sauron at? Like uh, Mordor. Mordor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how do we how do we talk about South Pacific island like landscape in that in that deep and that in that theme right that that kind of aspect it's got to take place on the ocean right like on the ocean with staging islands scattered around right and so like are there people like animals have to be a part of it uh do people live under the water on some on some atlantis shit or is you know what i mean like uh or is it just based around one island until they trans, until they voyage out. When's the last time you watched Moana? Man, a while. Oh man, rewatch that. We were voyagers. We were voyagers. Right. We were voyagers. <laughs> I like how she just found it too. It's like, what the fuck? What is this? <laughs> what is this? This is a whole boat. Yo, I didn't know they were so Samoan. I thought <laughs> right, they were yeah. like it was gonna be like a generic island. No, they had Hawaiian. all. In- and I was like, tattoos. oh, man, they're like, this is fully an island. In <laughs> right, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, oh. that, like that movie's a, 
yeah, that movie did a good job of like creating its own lore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Maui Maui is actually a prominent figure. Um, but uh, the Maui that was the trickster. So there was different Mauis, and I don't know, we're like reading into the different Ooh. aspects and like um. Because the Maui god that was de- like depicted would be like the Maui trickster god that stole the shapeshifter. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Hero of men and uh, all the all the different like Lani went young capitalizes on uh, Nafanua and the bloodline of Nafanua, who was a daughter of the god of the underworld, came to you know what I mean she came to she left the underworld to fight on the. The behalf of so I forget what it was. I gotta read into that. I gotta read, I gotta read <laughs> she came up to the she came up to the earth. <laughs> yeah, but her thing was she had a weapon, bro. And like um it was funny. The weapon was like <laughs> I thought it was funny because it's a there's a weapon that was used for peace and the weapon that was used for war, right? So it's like she couldn't strike somebody unless they asked for it. And I was like, I love that, bro. They're like, if you ask for it, I have to give it to you. <laughs> and I like, I got I gotta look that up more. But that's basically what it was. They're like, there was a she told people to stay away from her. Cause when she when she went to go fight or free somebody, she was like, Hey, stay on that side of the road. Cause if people when people ask me to go into battle, you know what I mean? I yeah, I can't worry about anybody around me. But she whooped ass anywhere she went. Nice. Uh, but yeah, Money Went Young, that Telesa series, bro. <coughs> and also this, yeah, also the Telesa spirits. Spirits? All that, yeah, all that stuff in Samoa where women can't walk around at night with their hair down. Yo, that's all. That's not real, right? I don't know. That's just like was, I've seen patriarchy, bro. Don't vacuum after 10 p.m. That's a rental rule. That's not a village ghost. Right. Like if you're sweeping at midnight, you're going to get your hair pulled. Yeah, by your grandma. Like you're making noise. Yeah. Right, bro. Hey, so I don't know, bro. I a whistle being, at night. I remember being at my uncle's house. Uh, and you know what I mean? My cousin Lomi. <laughs> you know, we Shout had seen this. We, we had seen this girl fall. You know, her hair was being pulled by somebody, something. You know what I mean? I, just, I heard the girl. I heard the girl screaming. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Was, and he was like, "Get inside, get inside the house." I was like, "Well, what? That shit is real on me." He was like, "Go to sleep right now." <laughs> was that like a girl being abused? Like that was just some girl getting her jumped, or like? Bro, I don't know. Bro. He said, <laughs> "Just get inside. It's a ghost." <laughs> get out. <laughs> Or they say when you hear coconuts falling at night, don't 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 go and try to see where the sound came from. <laughs> Why people because are de- stealing because, your coconuts? <laughs> because the because the demon will hug you. Bro, and that's not that's not coconuts falling. That's the demon taking a, steps. Thread. I don't believe it. The ghosts are good ghosts. They're not like trying to beat people. Uh, the most coconuts. That's what tripped me out, bro. It was like the, the little spiritual healers or whatever. They're called for foes, bro. And uh, it's been multiple times in my family where, like, 
doctors couldn't diagnose whatever one of my cousins or uncles was diagnosed with or was sick Ooh, with. Okay. You know what I mean? And, and so like the Fofo could. Right. So they went to the Fofo in the Bay. Um, and apparently the Fofo is like related to um you know what I mean like people, you know, different royal people in the South Pacific or whatever. But uh yeah, like after a month or so or of going to the Fofo. I mean, they come back here, they go back to the hospital, like, oh, what happened? They went to the hospital? Yeah, they went to the hospital and doctors were like, what What did you do? <laughs> and that might just be an example of how not effective the American medical system or how not thorough it is, but... Oh, my God. <laughs> talk about that <clears throat> um but even today bro we had a, we had a, a meeting when i was a kid they were saying that like uh you know if the doctors can't figure it out as a family we're gonna take you to the fulfill and like don't ask questions like they're they're gonna help you and it's worked every time for when the hospital can't figure for when the hospital says, hey, there's nothing that anyone can do, uh, you've gone to the Fofo and things have worked out. Yeah. Or started to heal. Why aren't there like medical studies documenting that? That needs to be like figured out. So how, how that could help other people that don't even like, not, no one knows about Fofos outside of like the Pacific Islander community. Like, I mean, like you said, they probably think of them as shamans or something. Yeah, bro. I don't. I really don't know. Uh, my, I was all asking my parents, I was like, "Why do we believe in the fulfills? Like, because it like, works." I was like, "Isn't that like contrary to how we should believe in God?" You know what I mean? Did God send the fulfills? <laughs> right. You know. So maybe it's a gift from God. I was like, "Ah, it seems really convenient." <laughs> Convenience is key. Convenience is king in this day and age um hennessy or hendrix Ooh, damn uh which hennessy first oh oh privilege man vsop very superior old pale uh not well shoot man does hendrix did have levels Hendrix hendrix gin has uh, different flavors so that's what i like they got the they got the rosy one. And they got the cucumber one. You know what I mean. <laughs> but I, I got I got him in the back in the back uh, corner. <laughs> I don't know if you see that, that color you bought it. But yeah, it, it would have to be him, breast. That's the old time. <coughs> well, you know what I mean. If I'm being fancy, then I'll get the Hendrix. I with the Hendrix. Hendrix and what? Oh, Hendrix, cranberry juice and a splash of lime, man. That's the. <laughs> Go on, go all night with that. My family only likes taking shots. <laughs> so that's it. I don't. I can't. Man, I. I don't. I haven't tried to drink. I tried to. Uh, I, I picked up a little. Uh, what do you call the little pints? The little flash sized glass bottles of Hennessy. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I was working at UPS and I had a um, <laughs> a helper and yo we knocked shit out in like 
five hours earlier than it would have been like just by myself. I was like, bro, let's go to the liquor store. <clears throat> I got you a bottle. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm drinking tonight too. And I did not drink much. I, not a good drinker. Not, I don't, I don't know. I think I fell asleep. Happy New Year. Um. Oh yeah, man. I'm not. I'm not that much. Of, yeah, I'm not a good drinker that much anymore either, bro. It's just I like smoke. No, nah, not really, bro. I mean, I only step out when it's the family involved. But if I'm at the house, bro, it's mostly just trying to learn something off YouTube or workshop some designs, bro. It's only only family events, bro. I'll, I'll go buy. I'll go buy some priv if anybody's doing anything. But um, yeah, but my drinking went down hella, bro. Since I've been up there. I had nice. We used to cop the shit. We used to cop every weekend, but it's yeah, <laughs> mostly just because uh, mostly just because I've been busy doing other stuff, man. I've been trying you've been to busy. You've been too busy to drink. Yeah, nice. I've been trying to just celebrate, like you know, what I mean, celebrate something when I drink. Or what yeah. is this for? Like, I just want to be intentional with it. It's like I'm not finna do this shit for no reason. What's uh, where's the intentionality from? Uh, I mean, oh, like the idea of it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Was, I, I've been watching hella all those little hustle this mentality videos off YouTube, those motivational videos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy to get lost in that rabbit hole because you never feel like you're doing enough to your life. But oh, I think are they, you feel like they're affecting you negatively. Uh, no, nah, it's is there's definitely is there too much of a good thing exists you know what i mean watching those videos is good but there has a point where you where you're not motivated and you actually where you there's, there has to be a point where you don't have to be motivated anymore bro and you've got to be doing what you want to do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i was low i was in a rut i got enough most motivation to get out the rut now what Ooh, that rhyme <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, but it's like a, it's like a, you know, after watching enough of these videos or learning enough game on how to get started, how to keep it going, um, there is a point where you actually got to start doing the work. You know what I mean? Like, like the motivation isn't, the motivation yeah, a, is like the gas, but like the engine. Mm. No, nah, it's like a, what, is it, what did Drake say? In the fake it till you make it, there's a point where you actually have to make it. I don't remember that line. <laughs> no, he said it in a, on some IG posts, bro. I've only seen it recently, but it's like uh, you actually got to start doing the work or like better habits, bro. Motivation will come and go, bro. But like the habits you set up for yourself, the way you approach them is always going to be got to be real, got to be authentic, bro. So like, um, just get, like you got to be intentional with everything you want to do. Like yeah. intend to have a good time, bro. Like, oh, like, set a set a. A, like a goal of how things are gonna go. Yeah, and granted, that might like even that. That's that might be too much for certain situations because how do you that that might take away from spontaneity or you know what I mean or on the spot things. But like, with most of my goals lately, uh, I haven't I haven't been getting I guess too negative or on myself about stuff because I realized how how much patience one would need to have. You know what I mean? It's like, uh. 
yeah, I don't know. Just being being intentional, bro. Like, what what are you? <laughs> Sound like an old father. What are your intentions? <laughs> <laughs> what are your intentions with your business? <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the question I ask myself, bro. It's like, I want to write a book. What is my intention with the book? It's, yeah, it yeah. It shouldn't be to make. It shouldn't be to just like make a dollar, where We can we can hustle to get this money, but like, I wanna I wanna develop my creative writing in a way to where I can uh, showcase South Pacific Island cultures, the tattoos, the way you know the way storytelling is done, the songs. You know what I mean? Like, how do we show how do, how do we how do we preserve and progress the culture through storytelling, through books, bread, through fantasy fiction writing. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm not, I'm only learning a lot of the culture, like legend myth stories, but do I know my own culture and language? You know what I mean? I don't. Well, I don't know it that well. I'm only getting better since I've been talking to my mom and dad every day. But it's That's like, a huge difference. Yeah, versus that representation, um, there is a need for it. There's a space. People, like, our people got to see all culture outside of the islands, they got to see that it is worth learning, taking the time to learn your language, to learn your culture. You, you know, we see the way it can be developed in a creative writing art form, such as a fantasy fiction book. You know what I mean? Uh, see the rock pushing that agenda. We see the guy who plays Boba Fett on Disney plus with his own show. You know what I mean? The, oh, own my uh, the Boba Fett. The, the Bo- Oh, gotcha. With the, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? For Maori people to see, a Maori person like that, you know what I mean? Um, and he's not afraid of his culture when he's on screen. You know what I mean? He's uh, whenever he's being interviewed, he talks about being from New Zealand. Uh, he was Aquaman's dad. <laughs> oh, uh, you know what I mean? Jake the Must, bro. Yeah, but uh, you know <laughs> stuff like that. Like that's 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 what the beginning looks like. It's like after that, it's like who who what are. If we have been voyagers and storytellers, where are we going now? And what stories are we gonna are we gonna start telling or keep telling? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, <clears throat> where we still hear stories that were made through legend, but now we gotta tell tell the stories now. But it's, you know, what I mean, it's, uh, I don't want to say it's very forward thinking to me, but like that's what I'm trying to think about. Like, what's what is the next step for wow. our people? And so like, it gotta be that, bro. Like, I'm not finna do nothing for just for the money. Right, there's got to be a meaning behind it. Yeah, bro. Like you got to be, got to be whole heart, bro. Like, hey. can't be half stepping shit. I like that. It meant that uh, preserve and progress. Uh, right, bro. The culture. What are your, uh, what are ways to do that? You're saying collecting, um, this anthology of, of stories and different different writers and creatives and just showcasing to our people that there is that venue of creativity and that passion that you can express yourself through uh, and then affecting more creativity and positivity out in the world. Like, but is that like just right now getting, rounding up uh, the creative examples of, you know, Polynesian storytelling and tattooing and art uh spoken word written word film music getting all that together to show the world and islanders what we're capable of 
Um, yeah, man. I but, couldn't have said any better. It's, that's it's uh that's pretty type- big though, right? You talk about breaking things down. Yeah, that's yeah, that's stuff one person can can't ever do. I mean, I yeah. could never do that on my own, but that's that's definitely a lot of collaborative effort involved, man. Especially who's the guy, the director, Taika Waititi? Yeah, yeah. For Thor, bro. You know what I mean? Like, we gotta get him. to him now. <laughs> uh, what is it? Maori director, filmmaker, bro. That's so dope, man. Like, now we know that it the screen right, the screenplay that you're writing down right now is not well. It's not gonna be in vain if if you don't give up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's people who have been doing it. So you can do it. Right. And that right. representation is what so many of the like people need to see. <clears throat> Whether you're growing up or you're grown, just being able to Yeah, because especially remember you can do it. With uh with a lot of the uh I guess islander people that you see in the art space when whatever exposure they get, they still have that like Taika Waititi still has a lot of his humor and his humility in his interviews. And you know what I mean? And like as, as big as he gets, he still like he always mentioned growing up in New Zealand. Uh, you know what I mean? Growing up as a Maori person. Uh still, you know, go what is it? getting a hiding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally you know what I mean? Up. Right. So like stuff like that, but it's like uh as big as they got, it's like carrying all the all those lessons of humility and like that that's a good thing to see from people who are so I guess accomplished. You know what I mean? And like in that big of a stage, that's hella dope. Man. So breaking that, breaking down, uh, you know, the mountains into molehills. Yeah, bro. Uh, what would be the the small step? Reaching out to other creatives and like, hey, trying to put this together. Some like Jasmine Alu is doing. She's trying. She's like, yo, I'm just gonna put it together. Yeah. <laughs> showcases like that you know really she, yeah. carry that, that I had a love that energy bro when Jazz Jazz hit me up told me she was doing that what is uh, so what what exactly is going on she's throwing herself a musical festival for her birthday right and she's showcasing a bunch of different uh, Polynesian and Islander talent uh, in Long Beach uh, April April 16th. April 16th. Um, what do you know of that? Like, how did that all come together? Uh, well, she's um, she's always been a go-getter, man. She's a she's an artist herself. She's a singer. Um, and she was going to school down there uh, for music. And um, yeah, man, she, she was she's been doing a lot of like business networking stuff down there. As far as you know, I mean, what I've talked with her about. Uh, she realized that, like, after hosting a bunch and running a bunch of events that are like network marketing events, um, or you know, running any business meetup events, she realized that, like, oh, you know, like with a few dedicated people, everybody can actually host something, have a speaker, uh, make it a dope event where people can take something away from it. From I want to, I want to take everything I've learned thus far, see what I can do on my own. Oh, bet that's hella dope. Nice. You know what I mean? I was like, that's that's cool. She, this is you know her, this is her first venture out on her own. Granted, she's already um, accumulated hella contacts out there, 
uh, as far as artists go that she wants mm-hmm. to be on the lineup. Um, excited for that, bro. It's going to be an all day thing. You know what I mean? And granted, she's been, she's had her hands full, bro, ever since she started. It was supposed to be on February 19th. Um, but her sponsors were telling her, nah, go bigger. You know what I mean? Like, we like, we like, we like the energy you've been bringing into it. Um, if you can get more people involved, just get some actual ads, some marketing, some local radio ads, get some people on it. Uh, you know, cause we've seen what you can do on your own. Let's see if we can uh, wow. get some more, get some more people involved with it. And I was like, bro, those are your sponsors telling you that those are the people who are finna drop the money on you said they want to drop more money on you. You know what I mean? Like that's, that can't be fake, bro. You know what I mean? Like they actually believe in you jazz. Like, um, but yeah, so that's dope, man. I'm, I'm super so excited. It's been verified. Yeah, bro. And like now, you know, I mean, she's she's still trying to hit the artist, get the lineup set, solid down, concrete. Um, still got a month and a half for that. And yeah, bro, I'm I'm excited to be there. I, like got Dom uh, on the lineup, bro. I'm so, so glad. Nice. So I'm so glad he agreed to uh, want to go because that was cool. Where is he right now? He's in. Uh, He's in Alaska. Alaska. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, bro. His uh. Down, man, down got it, bro. Down got a pen. I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to California. He was there for a little bit. Um. Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, I think he's still in Alaska. Shoot, I don't know. Well, this is a year and a half. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a Dom song on the end of this episode. Hell yeah, bro! I'm gonna text him. Down got it, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I'm so glad he he signed up for jazz. Uh, loved his energy, loved his music. Um. So that was cool. Man, so like what if people can get tickets or how do you get yeah, in? Yeah, um the tickets are on uh Eventbrite. Just look up a uh, Jalu Palooza like on Google. She has a whole website set up. It's only uh fifteen fifteen dollar tickets. It's bro, it's a big ass park. It's like the uh Shoreline Aquatic Park in Long Beach. Get it. It's like a big old venue. Um outside, um in April. Uh, I want to see what the whole setup is going to be like, like as a vendor and as a just a fan over everything she's doing, bro. But yeah, man, like the goal is to be like on the road, bro, with the thing. Because then I don't know, I don't like being on the road with the wave. It just feels like the only move that makes sense to me right now. That's how the wave that's how, needs to be moving, right, bro? Because the way the way my dad explained it to me is like uh so Moana means like the deep ocean. So when you say Long Moana, it's the deep ocean blue. You know, it's not sky blue, it's not royal blue, it's like navy blue, you know what I mean? Or like like a like a darker blue. And it's like difference between Moana and Levasa is Moana is the deep ocean, Levasa is the wide ocean. And so that's what people navigated, the wide ocean. You know what I mean? I was like, oh wait, what's the wide ocean? Yeah. It's like Moana is the deep ocean. How, how do you differentiate those? Um, depth and width? No. <laughs> <laughs> like as a voyager, as so a like, navigator. So the deep and wide, <laughs> and wide as oh, bro, see, we've been knew the answer, man. <laughs> They knew the answer. Uh, um, 
Nice. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, that's a damn it. Like the the vision is grand, and like I don't have enough money. Or lately, what I've been trying to see if like if I can collaborate more with like you and Forrest and try to move that agenda forward. But like I just hell of shit, I have to learn on my own still to be able to better communicate what we need to do as you know what I mean, like as a team or. Who else I would need to get to delegate some tasks for to like let it grow better? Because granted, I'm not the best at um, a lot of the the stuff I'm trying to learn to run the business. You know what I mean? You're still learning. Yeah. And like, um, uh, yeah, let's. uh, I mean, I told Forrest about the uh, creative, uh, like uh, checking in with each other and just like soundboarding. Uh, And he's about it. I'm sure we'll talk more. Uh, about it together in the yeah. messaging, especially or... yeah, especially Forrest. Forrest, like uh, Forrest wants a bunch to write of different projects. Yeah, yeah. Forrest has a bunch of writing, right? But then it's like, all right, who do we know that works in publishing? Who do we know that actually edits a novel? Who do we know? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like those are the kind of friends I want to have. Red being from the hood, who do we know that's a doctor? Who do we know that's a lawyer? You know what I mean? Everybody's always catching the case. Don't know who to talk to. Spend hella money on bail. Spend hella money on a law. You know what I mean? Like what is we got to reach out to different people, bro. You know what I mean? Like stacking money for the lawyer only helps so much until you realize your money was wasted or, you know what I mean? Like all that stuff, bro. Like, you know what I mean? There, you got to be just intentional. have a lawyer. Right. You got to be, you got to be focused. Got to be more intentional with whatever moves, moves you're doing, whatever your plan is. Cause like, that's like, those are the hard questions, right? One would have to ask themselves when you start something, like, what are you trying to do with it? Right. So whenever anybody yeah. asks me, like, uh, what do you want to do with Levasa? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want it to just be a fad. I've seen the other clothing brands that are Islander-based. Um, I've seen them, like, fizzle out. Or I've seen them not be as active as they are presently. Um, but we've seen uh, we've seen Tommy Hilfiger. We've seen um, the North Face. We've seen Columbia. We've seen Gucci, Baton, Fendi. We've seen these fashion brands stay active since um, what, 1900? Damn. On forward, you know what I mean? That's how. That's how. That's how long lasting I'm thinking about longevity. You know what I mean? Like, so what but, did they do to to seed those roots? Man, and the how current do, you do that to scale. Like, how do you a global scale? They created their own. Uh, they made themselves an authority in fashion as far as whatever is fashionable in New York and the UK goes, right? So you got to be a fashion shot caller? Um, something like that. But then who who grants that authority, bro? We control cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we we control cool. So whenever anybody comes to the South Pacific or uh, whenever anybody looks at the South Pacific market or South Pacific fashion, um, there has to be somebody there. Because if we're not telling our own story, somebody else is going to tell our story for us. And that's not where representation is. You know what I mean? It's us telling you about us. Not you telling us about us. Wait, what? How's that coming? You know what I mean? Like, how do, we, got, how do you get into those decision-making circles? Uh, you create the table, bro. Kanye, a lot of Kanye's rants don't make sense. But when he was talking about reaching out to the fashion moguls in London and France, he was right, bro. They don't want to, they're not open-minded. They don't want to look at Kanye. You know what I mean? They wasn't trying to look at Kanye as somebody who was a forward-thinking fashion person. You know what I mean? 
And Kanye was like, all right, fuck you. I'm going to do my own thing. Release my own line. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of got to have that attitude that, like, I'm not waiting for validation from anybody else, bro. I'm building my own lane. Have you, yeah. uh, sorry, guys. That's the that's the energy I'm having now. Whenever I'm dropping designs or figuring out what garments to put out, it's like uh you know, every like there's there's people who used to work for Nike and Jordans that are like developing their own brands of shoes and they look just as just as clean. They look dope, you know what I mean? But it's just not Nike. But does that take away from the fact that it's beautiful? You know what I mean? How beautiful that, that shoe is, bruh? Like no, like aren't people usually just paying for the swoosh? Right. You know what I mean? Or the like or the colorway. You know what I mean? But then that's that's the dope thing about being a creator. It's you you created your own lane. And now those people are building up their own brands. And Nike's trying to collaborate with those up and coming brands. You know what I mean? Like you you become enough of a factor to where you get on their radar. And yeah, then they have my... to work with you, and then you're verified, and then you can <clears throat> turn. Yeah, that, bro. But you gotta like, yeah. Even but more. even, yeah. But even then, it, like, it can't be hype. You can't really fake that level of of confidence, bro. You gotta, you gotta be willing to go through all the, all the moments of doubt. But you have you know once I mean? you're, but you go through building up a system or a or a, a brand or a business where you don't have to be like of hype because you've got substance right so that's so, what that's what you're doing now is you're doing the things you're going to the places you're being at the events to to build up where you want to be in like clothing decision making levels where you can like scale up or what would you, would you be doing like fashion shows? Um, yeah, but not like I would like to do fashion shows like hosted by Levasa and like obviously have some of my stuff in there. But I would like to highlight every other Samoan, Tongan, Pacific Islander artist I know that is doing clothing, either with the wedding dresses, yeah. with the tapa cloth on it, yeah. with the siapo on it, or or the people who yeah, actually yeah. make the make the kuingas. Yeah. You know, have a bunch of capos walking up and down a runway. Um, you know all the all the people who make the Fijian dresses, all the Tongan people when how they have the cultural dress attire, stuff like that, bro. Like we see, um, what's that? Uh, what's that? Made in Hawaii brand? Um, he the, over me, the 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 H E or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, they have the uh. You know, they have, like, luxury, you know, they have, like, gold shirts. They have other stuff like that. I was like, bro, like, that's dope. I'm, I'm glad there's businesses in Hawaii pushing that, like, little, like, kind of, like, casual business, you know, apparel. But, like, yeah, stuff like that. That's what I, I would want a fashion show to be. And that fashion show has, like, different Islander rappers, singers performing on the runway while the models are walking by. Just like we see, like, in, you know what I mean? Those ones with, like, Gucci and, and, and Louis Vuitton, bro. So you're going to be like, yo, <clears throat> I booked a runway. Whoever can come through, come through. We'll get some, like, 
it'll be a great event. We'll raise awareness for like Polynesian creativity. And then it'll slingshot a ton of different projects upward and forward. Okay. That's right, also bro, me... what uh, Jasmine is doing. Right. Granted, I got to focus on me first. <laughs> you know what I mean? As far as like my own health, my own financial habits, mm-hmm. uh, how I build Lavasa out, the printing, the the orders, the designs. You know what I mean? I got to... <sighs> Gotta gotta make this one avenue the best it can be, and then focus on all the other stuff. But yeah, it's the vision is grand. I just don't want to do hella stuff. But as much as as like as much as I want to do hella things, I, I realize a lot of stuff I gotta learn on my own. Or uh, you know what I mean? There's just there's other things I gotta get right with myself first. You can't you can't just read the first five minutes of the instructions. You gotta watch the whole video. <laughs> yeah, bro. Can't skip that shit. I'm uh. Man, but you're doing yeah, so, you're doing great. Good job. Thank you, man. All the, all them talks I used to have, bro. Man, shit, I gotta do something, bro. Bro, handle that, and you uh, are. You're doing the. You're definitely <clears throat> keeping at it. Like it's been years now, right? Yeah, bro. Really. Going, learning, man, it was all upgrading. I think I started thinking about the idea like 20, 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. but I didn't actually create the store. Or put out the designs until December of 2019. And so, like, yeah. Um, yeah, bro. So when I dropped it and I was like, man, uh, like what now? And like every yeah, every step, every step since then, like I come a long way, then also realized there's a lot more yeah. a, lot, a lot further I gotta go. But I can't get there on my own, bro. I know that damn well. Like, but when you first started like were you thinking about creative runway shows? Nah, bro, not at all. I was just trying to uh, put some designs on some shirts. Um, you know what I mean? So, like, I just wanted to sell some stuff online because I figured it'd be dope to, I guess, put like I just wanted to create some shit. You know what I mean? Make some money off what what I created. That felt dope. So whenever I got like the first couple, let me first couple orders in. <coughs> online that had me thinking i was like oh man i gotta start creating some more designs flip some more logos um how do i do that um but then it got to a point where like i can't just flip logos anymore because like a lot of the logos are actual developed brands that have had 50 plus years you know into its own infrastructure and its own um its own length of you know its own run thus far so now it's like okay how do i how do I build your own? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like now it's like I, I can't just be flipping logos anymore. Like I gotta create some of my own dope designs or Yeah, you know so I mean? what is what's keep... on the design radar? What are you thinking about? Um hmm. latest ones is just that uh the different well see I like the brick. And the brick is the supreme one, but I'm trying to change it as much as I can with adding all the flowers on it. So that's what I've been learning this weekend. Um, a lot of it is trying. To, I don't know. Been messing with different like animal silhouettes. Uh, I've been trying to reach out to like different artists as far as like drawing tribal and using that tribal on different stuff. But I don't want to just throw it onto a piece of clothing. You know what I mean? I want to see how we can take that tri- like tribal patterns. Um, 
and how to how do you incorporate that into different pieces of clothing like subtly but still hella dope mm. Mm. you know what i mean like um that like tribal bomber jacket pills or the pockets or the yeah man like uh like nice ass dress shirts that people pay sixty five dollars for for one shirt, probably even more. But like, what? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, like, that's just for like all over the like the tribal print, all over designs on 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 some garments. But yeah, I mean, as far as uh, a lot of the designs, as far I want to start working with some graphic design people or some of the tattoo artists I know to actually, I don't know, create different different kind of logo pieces because the one i'm trying to rework is uh that it's all love one. Oh yeah you know what i mean because i think if i re- rework that or try and make that like a just like you know text text blocked um like that your grind motivates mine design you know yeah. that's just like a like a text block just flat yeah. on the left something like that um but yeah that's Mostly just trying to rework and get original with it. Because that's my only original design. Yeah, you know I mean, that I thought of and actually try to do it. But, like, the heart isn't selling good amongst men. <laughs> yeah, that uh, really colorful design. Oh, man, thing. you're losing the fight to the toxic masculinity. <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, you know it's a good message. They're like, oh, it's a great message. Like, like, comment. Not buying yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> my cousin was like, you think you want to wear a heart, huh? <laughs> and I was like... All right, bro. Now, let me try to rework that one. That's my favorite. Also, my friend, uh, what is it? It's my friend, Steven Grajeda. I used to work with him at Pacific University. He's the one who redesigned my current Lavasa logo. Because the first one I designed was so stock imagey, bro. So it was all bad. But he's what the one who redesigned it. It was like a, I, it was just like a sailboat. Oh, yeah. Remember? Uh, what are they called? Uh... They call it like runner or something. The wave runner. <laughs> <laughs> the blade runner. No. Uh, outrigger. No, it's called outrigger boats. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was yeah. bigger. Oh no, nah, it was just like a, it was just like an outrigger canoe. And the stars. Some, yeah, some stars in the wave. The wave. Yeah, and he and he like a uh, hella simplified it, and I was like, oh, this shit, this shit is dope. Hella classic. I. So I, I need to start using that logo on a bunch of stuff or put that put that on some better, like higher end garments. It's probably some jackets, coach jackets. I don't make it a thing, but I mean, even my cousin just came to get some uh get some hoodies right now for her kids. And I was all talking like, how do I how do I get the kids to work for me, bro? You know what I mean? I'm trying to be that kind of business. I gotta be a legit family business, but I gotta build the business first. How much uh how much do they make? Uh, what is minimum wage right now? <laughs> no, nah, I'd probably want to pay twenty an hour. <laughs> my venture, like, my, oh, my nephew. It could be nothing. Be <laughs> grateful with this this hundred for the. It week. could be some chicken and rice, my guy. Okay, eat the food, eat the pizza. He said, "I need to get these kids in here, pressing these shirts." <laughs> <laughs> No, I want to take him with me to the uh, to the pop up markets and work the booth. Like, man, because business side or 
are you handing over the business? Are you giving them stock options? We'll see. Man, um, hopefully, bro. My cousin's uh my cousin's husband, man, Uso Drew. He uh, grew up grew up raised in San Francisco, man. But he's somebody I'm always talking to about like the future of the family. Um, he got three three boys, and like uh, he wanted to he wants to make his own like fish market with you know some people he knows in Fiji. Um, Cause out here we go to all the Inkia stores, you know what I mean, for uh, for the island food. How do how do you create another lane for that? And I'm like, dude, yeah, let's try to do everything we can in this life, bro. Try to figure that out. But I'm also super thankful for a lot of the a lot of supporters I've always been getting from you, Timo, Forrest, bro. All my family out here is because, like, there are times this is why like I start thinking hella bad. You see me be negative, bro. Like, sure. Where, where, like, it's like, bro, who am I to like think I could do any of this shit, bro? You know what I mean? Like, the fuck, like, I'm pulling shit out my ass, like, you know what I mean? And then, like, there's it's those moments, bro. It's the it's the that prayer I'm, I'm finna post it up today, but it's like, I don't know if it's a prayer, if it's a mantra I've been telling myself, bro. It's like, you better act like you blessed, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I've been telling myself. I don't, and it's um, let me try to read it. I don't want to paraphrase this shit. But something I wrote down. Yep, something I wrote down myself years ago, bro. When I first, yeah, when it first started, bro, it's like, uh, you better act like you blessed. You better act like you are here for a reason. You better act like you have people that love and support you and want to see you do better. You better act grateful and appreciative of it all because ain't nothing promised to you. It is all God willing. Love and light surrounds you, E-Ride. Get up and act like it. And so that's the energy I've been trying to work with because I've 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 hated on myself for long enough. It's off that now. You know what I mean? Like nice. I, got, I got I got too much people that I got love for me to disrespect them with the lack of work ethic and hating on myself. You know what I mean? Like Brad what? Looking down on yourself, not yeah, thinking bro. you're not worthy. All that bro. I got too you many people that you have a good support group that has shown you that that is not the case and that you are uh talented and uh yeah, bro. And, and so in turn, forward. in turn, I want to be that person who can help somebody else out now because I know, mm. like I know what it is to to feel that way. So now, I want to do that for somebody else. And if that if that means building a business, creating creating a mount, so creating our own lane with hella shit, you know what I mean? So be it, bro. Bless you. Nice. Thank you. <clears throat> I'm finna dream small anymore, bro. Let's go. Especially, man, especially that uh that Tokohuso script that I wrote a while back. Uh-huh. And we was thinking about oh, man, get Sione Toki on it. Uh, you know, get hella artists in it. Like it'd be like a Polynesian like Friday or something. I don't know. What's uh where's where's that at? Man, that script is still where it's at. <laughs> but but Hey, whatever, whatever, uh, whatever we have that meeting, man. Me, you, and Forrest, I would like, I would like to break that shit down, like page by page. Nice. Um, because <laughs> the the screenplay text ain't hard for me. I, I think what I want to make realistic is the scene setups, <clears throat> especially talking with Forrest. Forrest is uh, active in photography right now, and so like, I would like to see if he would want to be like the director of photography for that film. Right. 
if that ever becomes a thing. Shit, I need you some water. Nice. But I, I still think that's a story that needs to be told, needs to be seen, heard. Um, a lot well, of gangsters. I can't uh, wait to. Yeah, uh, all that, that gangsters still prevalent. Us. Yo, yeah. How's the how is gang shit? Like, what's the level out there? Is it still like? I'm. I don't know. I mean, things are cool right now, bro. Summertime come, people are finna be outside for no reason. That's when shit get bad. How do you uh, how do you stop that from happening? Or do you just get out of the way? Yeah, you just get out the way. Stay out the way. Yeah, stay out the way. Make yourself a better example. And hopefully, they learn from an example. Uh, can't tell these, but don't be out in the streets trying to grab people. Can't, can't tell these youngins that make more money than you that there's a better way to make money. You know what I mean? Yeah, show them. Yeah, show them there's a better way. You show them there's a damn. There's a better way. Is it? Oh, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did a train just crash, bro? <laughs> no. Um, there's this. Uh, this bus is, is blocked. Um, yeah. Let's wrap it then. Uh, figure out a time to do a, a, another meet. Uh, do you have any uh, shout outs? Um. Is it's shout out to Jasmine for the head of the Jolly Palooza? Um, what is it, April 16th down in Long Beach? Uh, shout out to the uh, Aloha Alamo Festival, yes, San Antonio, yeah. Texas, for the hit them up as well. In um, Texas, let's go! Yeah, bro, I didn't know there's a bunch of islanders down there. What is it close to a base or something? I think so, bro. I have no <laughs> idea. I'm finna figure that out when I get down there. Nice. Uh, but yeah, man! Shout out to shout out to Bong Music Podcast, man. Lance Falatongo and uh, Forrest Doldalau. Did I say his last name correctly? Yeah. yeah I, okay. Doldalau, sponsored by Livasa Island Apparel. Hey, you feel me? Catch the wave. Um, and also uh, four days of Aloha in uh, Vancouver, hopefully, Washington. Return yeah, my boy as DMs, yeah, please. Hit me back, bro. In my line. <laughs> Damn it. I filled out the seven hundred dollar application fee, dude. Shit. Golly. Um, yeah, you definitely gotta get a uh <laughs> hopefully, yeah. bro. Shit. Yeah, shout out to uh Livasa Island Apparel. Uh shout out to you being the heart, beating, uh, and keep it going, man. Great example of uh pushing through it and being positive and good role model, bro. Keep being right, great. Sheesh. Keep doing it, keep doing it. Um yeah, that's our uh that's our show. Um wait, Hendrix or, or Hennessy? You said uh Hennessy. Um yeah. Hen- Hennessy's been the uh Hennessy is what I always go for because it's always more accessible. For Hendrix, I gotta go to Bevmo, like two towns over. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll I'll say I'll say privilege Hennessy, bro, because that's why I can get ASAP. That's what is in my garage right now. So yeah. Oh, the the heme team, bro. How much heme? How much heme can you pour in the tumbler, bro? <laughs> that Levasa tumbler available now. Uh, LevasaIslandApparel.com. That's our show. Appreciate you guys for listening. Love and yeah. life. Love y'all, family. Thank you for having me. Peace.
motivate me on my grind Ain't got forever, baby, so let's just enjoy our time Know what a girl would do Got jokes, she funny too Get it on her own, she independent Girl, I fuck with you Shawty know that she fire Elevate, take me higher Always down, she a rider Never giving up, she a fighter Ain't nobody do it like you do I know that I can be Girl, I promise that my love won't change And I hate it when we're both away And I ain't gonna let your heart go astray I've been talking about you every time I pray, yeah Today's show, as always, sponsored by LivasaIslandApparel.com for gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LavasaIslandApparel.com.